listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab Podcast. I have Krista here. Krista, in one line, give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund. I'm Krista Morgan, a general partner, and our fund is Stage. So Krista, what inspired you to become a venture capitalist or an investor? It wasn't, it was an accident to be, oh, well, I'll say this, I am... Um, before I was an investor, I was a founder and I never thought I would be a founder. And then I never thought I would be an investor. So I seemed to do things that I never expected. I guess I just surprised myself all the time. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's right. But look, the long and short is I, I was a founder. My company, we were on track to, we we're sort of going down this venture path and and then for some reasons quite beyond my control, we got into trouble. I had to do a turnaround, get the company soft landed and find something else to do. And in the process, I met my partner, Dan, mm -hmm. who had founded Stage originally. And he and I just, we loved working together. And he said, I've been doing this on my own. I would love to have a partner come and join me. And we're an early stage private equity investor. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your thesis or how you do your selection and kind of the motivation behind that. Absolutely. The thesis is we take companies that have received Series A funding, mm -hmm. Series A, Series B, but there, as I'm sure there's a 50% drop-off rate really at every round. And so what we do is we come in and we take companies that for, look, they're just not going to be they're not going down that unicorn path mm -hmm. and we take them, we get them restructured. We really give them a fresh start and we aim to make them profitable and uh, grow them and then find them an exit that is a good exit for us and for the founder, but would not be, is no longer down the VC exit path. That's, you know what, that's actually really great because if you think about it, you're right because of the drop-off and because there are these gaps how do you fill those gaps because they're probably perfectly fine companies if you can get a decent return from them they're perfectly fine companies but for whatever reasons there are many varying reasons as to why that happens and it doesn't mean it's a bad company it just means it, it needs like serious serious help and that's a great Exactly. Just look, it's not, I think we've created this world where it's venture or nothing. 
And the reality, and and what I think is really, what I think is awesome is if you look at the last couple of years, early stage venture funding has just grown exponentially. And what's amazing about that is we're creating all this innovation, right? We're seeding all of these companies that would not have existed without this money. But then, and then what we say, if you don't get past your series A, you don't matter. Uh, why not not give those companies yeah you're not a real company these companies have often had 20 million dollars invested you 20 million dollars is a lot of money a lot of innovation a lot of innovation has been created there and our point is let's not waste that money Mm -hmm. let's just find it it let's just find it a different home let's and and really i think let's give that founder an exit because as founder when i was founder i put everything into my company you put your it's like and so then if it doesn't work out like you just have nothing is this this, like, what did I do this? For? That's a good point as well. Like from a founder's side, you do put your whole like life on hold, a lot of things. You pour your life energy into that. And five years, seven years, how many of your years down the road, like to have nothing is pretty devastating. Pretty devastating. And my, what I tell founders is we're talking to them. And look, what's really nice is I get to talk to founders at a time that is really hard for them. Mm-hmm. But at least I can look them in the eye and say, I have been there where you are. I have been where you are and I know what it's like. And I know this is hard, but there is light. There is a future on the other side of this. Well, I know you can't, it's hard to see. But what I say to them is, look, you were on a path where if someone had offered you $50 million for your company, you would have had to have said no, because it really wouldn't have been a very good exit for your backers. So let me put you on a path where if someone offers us $50 million, like you're going to walk away with a couple million dollars, which mm-hmm. is life-changing money. And we say we all want to be the next IPO, IPO billionaire. But honestly, for most of us, you get given a couple million dollars. Two, it's five, life-changing ten, money. Even $10 million. That's it's not, life-changing. Yeah. That's not a terrible amount. It's not. And so that's what we, that's what we aim to do. Awesome. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? Oh, so many good things right now. You're going to have a great list. I really like to read. You know, lately I've been doing a lot of reading on just kind of building early stage companies. I did a lot of that when I was a founder of my company, but thinking about frameworks, a lot of work on go to market, because that's what we're go doing. You know, we're, yes. And yeah. And just getting into, you know, and, and it's changing, right? I was yes. working on go to market for my startup five years ago and the world is really different to where it was five years ago. Technology's changed, Completely even different. how you can use LinkedIn, how, what people are responding to. So I right, all the video, all the video that's happening. You got TikTok yeah, now, you got all then all these other social channels, Telegram and all the you I know, know. Like, it's a lot I, of channels. How do you really get someone's attention and communicate and how do you break through the clutter? That's correct. a very important. So yeah, so I so that's a topic that I've been really into. And then for me, because I'm a first-time investor, I've been just reading bi- biographies of you know, people that have done this. I'm Trying to learn more about private equity. Private equity is a mysterious world to me. It is, and it's interesting. I was having a conversation yesterday about kind of value. And I said, well, private equity has the best example of value. They look at revenues and they look at fundamental blocking and tackling of a company, and then they can assess a value there. 
So I said, if you kind of think about it, that's the best way to think about it. That was in my mind. <laughs> no, agreed. And and I think we're we're in a funny spot because the companies we're buying are still pretty early stage. You can't, it's not a question of, you have to both optimize yes. and you have to figure out how to grow and, and find that. I find that almost like scrappiness. So you really, were, mm-hmm. you're trying to, you're trying to find ways to grow that isn't just throwing money at the problem. Cause that's what we do in a lot of ventures. You know, like we, we just throw money, we put money into things. We have a lot of money to invest. And so once you don't have that, how, how do you get back to this growth in a bootstrapping mentality? That's why it's important. I always tell founders, right? The best money is customer money. Best money is customer money. Best 100%. money is customer money. 100%. Not dilutive. It's, you know, you know. It is definitely. I, I agree with that. That's, that's what I said. All right, Krista, here's the bonus question. Everyone gets it. Right. In two years, when we're talking again, but we'll be talking way before that, how do you see venture or investing having changed or evolved? That is a good question. In two years. So I I do think over the next 2021 was a huge year for early stage venture Mm is double over 2020. I think over the next two years, we're going to see, I think we're going to see a slowdown just because I I think there's been a lot of money going in. And I think with inflation and macro changes that we'll see, which means I I think it will be harder for startups to raise Mm -hmm. And interestingly, I actually think that means we're going to see a slight change in focus, right? A more of a change to getting funded by your customers, just more creativity coming from founders in terms of how they're getting, how they're funding their companies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very good. How do people contact you? The easiest is on LinkedIn. I'm not on TikTok, but I am on LinkedIn. (laughs) I'm kind of on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Like, so now I have to make some TikToks with that. I'll, I'll confess eventually. I've not downloaded TikTok yet. But I haven't downloaded it, but I did make the account. So it is there. Yeah. Nothing so, Yeah, but easy. I'm I'm on LinkedIn and I love to hear from people. So that's the best way. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Krista Morgan from Stage. for being my guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion-dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin T-R-A-I-L-Y-N dot com to find out more. Find us on Apple, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening. <laughs>